This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today. We are so excited because we have Heather Wilson. She is the executive growth coach of Referco, and she's been on before. If we invite somebody a second time, then you know that they're amazing. And we're talking all about what do you need to do this quarter for your business. We're talking about business planning, vision boards, events, how to save money, communication plans and planning your event calendar. So we are super, super excited. Heather, welcome. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm so happy. Great to see all of you here in Kenzel. So one thing that is really important is kind of looking at what do you need to do this quarter? So, well, I guess let's first talk about last quarter, kind of a doing in a little bit of an evaluation and business planning and seeing what worked and what didn't work. So what are some of the events that you saw people doing? What was working? What was not working with some of the people that you've been coaching and working with? Well, obviously we're in the holiday season and fall season. So a lot of the events that I am seeing work, and I've also done many of those over the years, is the harvest festivals, the holiday festivals. And the thing is, is I really wanted to bring up today is when we talk about events, sometimes when we're newer in the industry, we can feel a little daunted by that whole idea of doing an event. And an event can be three or more people. So what I really suggest is you assess yourself and your own personality and decide which of those types of events you would like. It could be an intimate happy hour or just a dinner with clients or partners, or it could be a big event at your property. If you have a special property or something around that, that would be event oriented. And then of course, my favorite is the piggyback event. And you can do that whether you are a beginner or advanced. And really the, the only difference between those is the mindset. So a piggyback event is find that community event that everyone goes to. And how can you piggyback on that? And if you'd like some more of that, make sure you uh, grab, jump on my calendar and maybe we can talk a little bit more about what a piggyback event would really entail. So let's talk about the pies because I think a lot of people <clears throat> did the pies. I saw a lot of people doing that. What do you think that people can do to piggyback off of that? Because I think what happens is a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to buy these pies. Food is getting more expensive by the second, right? So they're like, oh my gosh, I've got to pay $15, $20 a pie, whatever you're ending up spending. Let's say you do it for a hundred people. I mean, that's not a cheap event. How are you seeing that that's been successful? And what can you do to piggyback off that to really make it even more successful? So that's a great question. Thanks for asking that. Um, so the funny part about the pie event, something I'd love for all of you to think about is we're kind of at the end of the year this year. 
But the pie events are great to pull in your partners for the new year and have them ready for your event next year because they're going to be partnering and supporting supporting that cost. So I would never say that an event should be something that you're going to put a lot out. It is more your relationships with partnerships and how those can help you. And for instance, I had a long-term relationship with Sam's Club. So in January, they knew that I wanted 50 pies ready to go. And that was to start. And it just increased every year because they knew what to expect. So going forward, that's going to be part of your planning is, hey, I can I can have partners. The other aspect of piggyback is get your favorite photographer to come out and take a picture of each of your clients as they come pick up a pie with you. So there's aspects, there's registrations. So they can, each of your clients come to pick up their pie and they can register for the giveaways that you're going to have on the table behind you from your partners. And all of those things are just showing your love, generosity, and appreciation through this season and then getting ready for quarter one. Yeah, one of the things that people have done previously is they've asked, one of our agents, she asked our title company and mortgage company to help contribute towards it. And then she put her name and then she put the title company and the mortgage company on there and, you know, put it on the, the top of the box. And then also put, you know, this is something if you missed it for Thanksgiving, if you're listening to this, guess what? You can do pies for Christmas too. So it's not, if you just said, man, I really wish I would have done that. It's really not too late because everyone wants a pie for, for Christmas as well. And I love that giveaway idea that you did. But if you work with like a local bakery and someone like that, you can really work out some kind of really good deal that you can promote that bakery and really advertise that company and then add the title company, add the mortgage company, get a few people to pitch in. Because if you're doing like spending three to $5 instead of 15 to $20, it makes it a little bit an easier pill to swallow. Absolutely. So let's talk about um, kind of the business planning that people need to do right now of figuring out, okay, what do I need to do to save money? What do I need to plan for the next year? Kind of what are you suggesting to people of what that business planning looks like? Well, the, another great question. Um, each of you is probably going to look at your business a little bit differently, whether you're a newer agent or an agent possibly with an administrative assistant or a team. So what I always say every year in October is a great time to go back over your books, go back over your P&Ls. And if you don't have a P&L, that might be a great place to start this year is making sure that you're keeping up with your bookkeeping and just go down your line items. What did I spend money on this year that gave me nothing in return? Because those are the items. Sometimes I don't know if any of you have heard this. We see a lot of shiny objects in real estate, right? So what happens is we go sign up for a new subscription that we never use, but it's coming out of our account every month. So I highly suggest right now going back over this last year and say, what did I spend money on that has not contributed to my business? 
So give us some examples of what are some of those things. I will tell you what I did. I signed up for this. It's called Rocket Money. And if you go to rocketmoney.com and it basically helps you to customize your budgets and reach your goals. But for me, I looked at it and it was the, it's like, I think it's like $3 a month, but it is extremely worth it because it shows you everything you have on subscription for yourself personally and for, you know, business-wise you can do it, but it can calculate your spending. It can kind of give you some goal trackers. In my opinion, that is like well worth it. But what are you seeing some other things that people just don't need anymore that they're wasting money on? Well, number one, leads, <laughs> internet leads. That's your that's your first thing you want to be looking at is, am I actually getting qualified leads that are working for my business or do I want to make sure that I am turning relational? And do I want to make sure that I'm keeping the relations I have rather than constantly going and looking for something new? So that is definitely, think about it, if we're partnering in events, and our events are relating throughout the year and our personal one-to-one communications and the ways that, that we're communicating with our clients, we're saving money right there in making sure that we're running a referable business rather than just going out and looking for a new internet lead. So there's one of them. The other one is so many of us have different social medias right? And sometimes we want to get um, subscriptions maybe to, I'm going to use one that actually I think is great, Keeping Current Matters. But there are a lot of different ones that will provide some source of things for you to post. Just be careful that you're not grabbing too many of those things. And then you've just got a plethora, right, of things that you're actually not using. So I might suggest that you are going down each of the the categories you really want to be part of your business and have the one solid thing that you know is going to run for you and that you are going to use and run. Mm -hmm. If you're not working it and not willing to put that effort into that new thing you're paying for, it's not going to pay for anything. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I've I've seen a lot of agents recently, I asked a couple of people and they said, you know, I've really been leaning into digital and virtual. Um, You know, I'm cutting any print ads that I'm doing or any magazines or any of the, even business cards. We, We actually are creating a a really cool digital business card for our agents. And I just really believe like even printing, but did, business cards at this point, like I would never do that. If I was going to meet with a client immediately, I would say, put my, can you, I don't have business cards. And the reason is because I, I, you don't carry business cards anymore. Let me call you right now and go ahead and save my number in to your phone. Like that is the best way. Even the virtual digital cards is not as good as telling someone to call. So what are some other things like that, that you could say real specifically, get rid of this, get rid of this and let's save some money. I I think that's absolutely on target. I have not had business cards myself for seven years because I always believe, first of all, we're relating with people. So when we have related and provided value in a conversation, that desires for them to ask for our communication and information. 
And then I have a digital, it's not a card. It's just, I've created my digital profile. So I can immediately have them call me and send it back in a text. And I have, they have all of my information. So that is something I've done for years. The other things would definitely be the, uh, you know, we talk about grading our database. And we all used to send a newsletter, which of course, no one reads most of the time. So when you're grading your database, the, the people that should definitely be getting the newsletter are the people who aren't necessarily relating in any other way. You just have them in your drip campaign. But that's not something that you should be doing in print. Ever, that aspect definitely should be digital. I, I'm right with you. I would not consider doing anything in print right now. And I've seen people like I, I met with one of our agents and they were I was looking at some of their stuff and I was like, they said something about using Boomtown, which <clears throat> Boomtown we used to use a while back and we've switched to KV Core. And I said, they were spending like $1,700 a month on Boomtown. And I was, I literally looked at them and said, you are cuckoo for Cocoa Buffs. We provide you with KV Core, which in my opinion, KV Core, Boomtown's yeah. good. KV Core is even better. But I think a lot of times people don't take advantage of their brokers in-house items that they're already providing. And if you aren't at a brokerage that is providing, I mean, we provide every tool you possibly need. If there's anything else that you're paying for in addition, you're cuckoo because it's like, we've already provided and we don't charge you anything for it. So it's like, get start going through what are these you know like you said the shiny objects and the online traps that are kind of getting you because you don't there's nothing else that you need we've already provided all of it for you why are you using you know and and the guy said well i've been using boomtown for a long time and da, da, da. i said do you know what you could do with an extra seventeen hundred dollars a month that you're wasting on this boomtown and people just they, they're kind of, they get blinders on it. So I have several clients right now that we have taken away those aspects and redone their expenses. And several of them are three to 5,000 down every month from what they were spending. Yeah. And I think people, people need to have someone like you, Heather, to like, look at some of these to kind of go through and go, all right, let's lay it all on the table. What is everything that you've spent in the last year? Let's look at your, your profit and loss and look at your expenses. What are you spending money on? Or get a friend to go, you, I'll open my books up to you. You open my books up to, to me and let's do a planning session where all we do is go through and reduce these expenses for sure. Uh, you know, you kind of hit on what we talked about. I'll be back on in January for a call and we're going to talk about strategic partners and using them as a board of advisors to do exactly that. So that is definitely a great way that you can, if if your strategic partners are long-term friends and partners, you can create that relationship and allow to where you're all helping each other in your businesses that in that way. And now a word from our sponsor, Canzel Realty. Run your business your way, only at Canzel Realty. You can have all the freedom with none of the standard real estate red tape. If you're an agent, you get to run the show however you want and be your own boss. 
If you want to launch a team, you don't have to jump through all the hurdles and holdups. From day one, you'll have tons of tools and perks to offer your team. Powerful real estate tech like KV Core, Brokerman, and Skyslope. If you want to be your own brokerage or already have your own brokerage, that's not a problem either. You'll still get to run it however you want. All Kanzel requires is a small Powered by Kanzel logo next to yours. You can be the broker, you can be the manager, and you get to determine splits. You get all the tech, admin support, ownership stock, and revenue share, but most importantly, all the freedom, all the time, only at Kanzel Realty. Well, one of the things that I always say is a change of place and a change of pace equals a change of perspective. I'll say that again, a change of place and a change of pace equals a change of perspective. And so I do a lot of getaways, like mini ones. I don't like to be on vacation for too long. So I go away for two days here, two days there, three days here, long, long weekends. But that's where I really kind of get quiet and be able to plan my vision boards and plan what I want for the year. But one of the things that I think is super helpful is for you to kind of, you coach so many people. What are some of the things that you've seen on people's vision boards uh, that have been like you love? Like you're like, oh, I love, you know, one of my clients did this or one of my clients did that. And what's kind of some of the simple tips on how to get those vision boards on what you need them to be? I love that. Um, My clients, you know, I start with the vision board conversation And at first they're thinking, oh, I need to do that with my team. I need to do that with my office, wherever they're leading, right? And actually the first vision board you want to do is for you and your family. So I always start with personal when it comes to vision boards. And you're going to look at your lifestyle with your family, your health, your financial goals, your vacations. All of those things should go on your calendar first. And we talked a little bit about the calendar on our last call and how important it is on the things that you put on your calendar. Those exist and those will be what you do. So your first things of the year are going to be, where do I want to go on vacation? Or maybe I just want to do short two to three day getaways with my family. So each of you has a different culture and community, even within your own family. So I would say, look at that and say, okay, how does our year look now? What kind of finances do we need to have in place to make sure those are happening, as well as anything we would like for the future, Um, maybe investments or retirement? Again, you're all going to be in different places, so you're going to be focused a little bit differently, but those are all the lifestyle components that you're going to want to look at. And then you can take it to your office or your team, and you want to share your personal vision board and how you worked through that with your children or your spouse or whomever is in your home. And then you you get them to do a personal one, maybe all together you hang out, you have a partner bring in some food and you for two hours, you all spend time on personal and then you come together and say, okay, here are our core values. And when you're relating with your team and your business, it's a little bit different. You're gonna be looking at the core values the goals for the year, and incorporating some of those personal aspects for your client or for your team members. Because remember, as we're leading in culture, we also want to motivate through what motivates our team and the people that work with us. 
So that's how we're going to relay that into that. Yeah. And I do think doing that in a group setting, you can either do it on Zoom or get it a group of people together is really important because it stimulates like I know I've shared my vision board I've shared it almost every single year and I know that every time I share it people are like oh my gosh I love that I love number three I love number five I love number seven because it jogs your memory of oh you know what I would like that too but it's hard to just like if you say hey what's what's your vision it's just like it's, it's hard to give it. So give very specific things, like give like as specific as you can, you know, four things that someone as an agent could say, number one, I want this. Number two, I want this. Well, if we're talking about the business aspect, you're always going to be looking at your numbers, right? In this particular instance, you're also going to be looking at What events on our calendar did we do last year and how do we want those to play this year? What three major events are we going to do and what is our goal in how we're communicating with them? That's a huge one. The other aspect is what are our systems? Are our systems in place to where we are being the most productive with the time that is allowed? Not that we're spending too much time on things. So those things, I think the aspect I like to do, I like to coordinate the business plan review with the new vision board for the team. So they can see how we're we're looking at the past, we're making adjustments, and then how that plays into our future goals. Got it. And I think, you know, like you said, you can create two. One would be like, here's my overall vision for what my family wants to look like, all of that. And then here's a vision for what my business wants to do and kind of merge the two together. Absolutely. So I have a 10-year-old who I've been working with on finances since he was three. So I have a very savvy 10-year-old and he has his own investment accounts and apps and things that he runs his own money. And he also gets an allowance for contributing to the family, or he's also an employee of my business. So he helps work at events and gets paid for that. Mm, so there's that. there's so many, I don't know if any of you, and I'm not a CPA, so don't, don't take me on that one. Um, but through with my CPA, um, we have worked on it. You can actually employ your children up to the deduction each year. And you just create a job description that makes sense for what they're getting paid. And then you can reallocate those to various other instruments. So there's my side. Yeah, that's, that's a great tip. I think it, isn't it like 10 or 14,000, something like that? I think it's 14 too. So I I do, I'll just give you, I'm going to give you my example. I do 12,000 a year. So I don't do it right to the dollar. Okay, and, and then I break down the description of what he does each month for the events and for various things that he's doing for the business. And then I have allocated those to a 401k and a Roth and then a part of a 529. Mm-hmm. So all of that tax-free <laughs> to him because it's under the deduction is also helps you on your business as a deduction then you're putting it into instruments that are going to help them in the future. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. So 
give us specific measurable. I didn't mean to get off on the business. <laughs> no, I like that. But give us a couple of specific measurable and actionable things that someone could do for their vision board for real estate. Um, how many families do you want to help? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how many or how many? I don't like to go units or volume. I don't like to speak. I really truly like to speak on how many families I'm going to help. So your goal is how many families I'm going to help. Your next one is okay. I've decided that I'm only going to work 42 weeks a year. So then at 42 weeks a year, you're going to determine I want to make this or as a team, we are our goal is this. How do we break that down? And you're going to help your your vision board is truly giving the big picture of that goal. And then you're going to do the breakdown through the year to help them understand what a week looks like. How 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 do we spend our time? How do we time block what goes on our calendar or what is definitely a no? I'm sure all of you do this, but um, do how many of us put things on our calendar that really should be a no? And then something else comes up that really should be a yes. And we tell that thing that we can't do it. So I suggest really thinking about your yeses and nos. And everything on the calendar is a yes. Otherwise, it doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I heard one guy say, if it's not a hell yes, then yes. it's a no. If, if, you, if you're I using the word try, you're not intending to for it to be a yes. So yeah, think about that. I, I love the hell yes. That's That's absolutely the way it should be. And I also, one of the things I coach, and I'm sure you do too, Chantel, um, I coach my clients to make sure that their family time, their date nights, and their time with their children are on their calendar before they time block where they're going to do their work. Mm. Because their why is, it's not always just our family, but it is a portion of that. And our family is our community that supports our productivity. Yeah. And when I'm telling people like how to decide what they want on their vision board, I'm going to say, you know, where do I see myself in a year? Where do I see myself in three years? What areas do I want to improve in? What's my New Year's resolution? You know, what are some new things that I want to try? What do I want to get rid of? So if you answer those questions and put them on the board and get with a team of people and kind of brain brainstorm, you start with the questions and, you know, have one person saying, okay, well, what's, what's my biz- biggest obstacle in life? Like what's holding me back? And some people might say, I don't, I'm not going to drink for this year. You know, like I'm taking that off the table, but those specific questions can help you to define what those those vision ideas are and what's going to actually go on with kind of the event calendar that we're going to do like for the next you know, 30 days, 60 days. Uh, Some people have felt like, you know, I've been so busy. Now I finally have time. A lot of people took events off the table and now they're like, I've got more time. I really want to pour back into 
getting referrals. So what would you say would be some great things for them to do in the next 60 days? And I want you to really give us the the phone script of what they would do to invite someone to this event. I love this, obviously, because events are, are your ticket. Events are your key to relate to everyone. And how many of you still don't like to get on the phone? Oh, I've got to call my database. Yeah, I see those hands. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I don't want to call them again. So what the event gives us is the ability to contribute when we're calling. We're giving the, the ability to invite and add value to their lives, not to call and ask them for another listing or another referral, because if we're asking for referrals, we're not actually being referable. So the the beginning of the calendar, kind of what we're talking about, let's think about this in a full year, starting in January. And you have an event you wanna do, a great event a lot of people do is Love Ya Latte, right? Valentine's Day is your first event. And that can be a piggyback. It can be with a, it with, with your strategic partners. It can be at a local coffee house that you love. It can be a happy hour with alcohol and coffee. We have clients that do all of the above. So that kind of goes back to think about who you are and how you would re- like to relate to your clients. And then who is your client? Maybe you have a bunch of clients that are young professionals. So a happy hour would would work better. Or you have a bunch of clients who are more family oriented. So you're going to think about that. Pick the best love you latte. Have a photographer there. Have giveaways. And provide a drink to everyone. And the partners are providing the drink. So there's the first one. So from January all the way to the second week in February, you're calling your database to let them know, here, save the dates for all of our events coming up. We're so excited to invite you. And then you have your Eventbrite, you have your your social post, and you're making sure that you're calling them to relate. We're so excited. We can't wait to see you in the new year. I can't wait to hear about your 2023. What challenges are you having in 2023? So I think um, we talked back in our last call a little bit about a one-to-one. The same conversations are going to happen on those phone calls. Sometimes they're going to be a quick invite, but sometimes they're going to be, hey, I haven't caught up with you for a couple months. How were your holidays? What were your challenges coming up? Again, I'm not asking for a referral and I'm not talking about real estate. Through the lifestyle conversations, we will actually find out when might be more suitable for us to help them. I love that. One of the the easiest things and the cheapest idea I've seen is to do a cookie exchange because you're hosting it. You could host it at your house. Talk about no money at all if you did it at your house or if you rented kind of one of those places, kind of the the apartment complexes, how they have like the big rooms that you can kind of rent out. And if you do a cookie exchange, you literally are doing it with no money. And people love doing those cookie exchanges because I mean, it's just super easy. I've seen some people do some gingerbread decorating things (laughs) that are pretty simple. You can make a whole bunch of gingerbread kind of things that would be easy. And then, you know, 
also still doing like vision board planning for other people. Talk about how easy that would be. And you could create your own, like I want to do a vision planning thing. And the other one that I've seen that's really good is where you pay a photographer for two hours. You can usually get them to do it for $50 an hour, sometimes $100 an hour. And you say, you know, I've seen people do the, the breakfast with Santa and some of these other things, but getting a Santa is a lot of work. But it's over a year say, to usually yeah. get them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, if you just do, we're taking a family portrait for you for free. People want to take pictures right now of their whole family. And that's a very cheap event. Think about it. It's a hundred dollars for two hours. You could probably negotiate and get their, their photo for them. Then you could do a follow-up event to get that. So that's some other ideas. Anything else? I, I say, do not pay. Tell them how you provide with your strategic partners and ask for their service mm. as their contribution. Yeah, that's a great idea. You literally are okay. It's okay to ask. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, I want to use you as my photographer. I would love to have you partner, partner with me. Mm. And when you say that nine times out of 10, they're going to say, absolutely. When is a a couple hours that we can do? And, And kind of what Chantel was just talking about, jumping back to the piggyback event. One of my clients had a community event 8,000 people came to. She got a booth, a couple tables, and all of her 10 strategic partners put money toward it. Her photographer came and they got a couple hay bales, a couple things, because this was a harvest festival, got a couple things around, and her photographer took pictures that they're providing to all of the people that came through. They had 197 new people come through their booth. And got 20 referrals that day. And she did not spend $1 on that event. Mm, I love it. Well, I always run out of time with you because I always get so enthralled with what you say. So we've gone way over time, but this has been amazing. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you and how they can book a call with Coach Heather. Awesome. Well, I I did. I think um, we're going to put it in the comment section. I have we did actually already, but for those people who are just listening. Okay. My Calendly uh, calendar is the best way if you're interested possibly in one-to-one coaching or finding out a little bit more about the coaching options that may be. And then we also have, um, I think my flyer we're going to share out somehow. It has my QR code. So I actually provide group executive coaching for the various brokerages. And I do that via Zoom. And that will start in January. I do it for a year at a time. And it's a more cost-effective way to get that opportunity and also for your brokerage to have time to exclusively work in your own brokerage, but nationally. So you would be able to, to have a lot of you participate And we go through each quarter, we go through, um, like I said, in in January, we're going to be talking about strategic partners, making sure you have your board of advisors and then ready to go for the new year. And then we start talking about our calendar of events. Love it. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being with us and we appreciate you. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Heather. Thank you so much for your time and your knowledge. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful holiday. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.